SBS Radio. and gas-fired power plants along with renewable assets would be eligible for payments under a draft capacity mechanism put to energy ministers. Those energy generators would get a capacity payment, meaning customers would not pay more for the same service. The Energy Security Board draft report is designed to stabilise the main electricity grid, which is facing blackouts. Some argue only new resources should be eligible under the scheme, but the Energy Security Board says existing regulators, such as coal plants and gas utilities, should not be excluded. The board's chair, Anne Collier, says the mechanism will be a key tool to ensure a reliable power supply amid an unprecedented transition period. And Environment Minister Tanya Plibersek has rejected claims that the energy crisis is Labor's fault. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has accused energy companies of trying to game the system by taking advantage of the energy crises and forcing an unprecedented intervention by the market operator. And both major parties have blamed each other for the crises. Appearing on Channel 7's Sunrise program this morning, Ms Plibersek says Labor could not have caused the energy crisis that the former Nationals leader, Barnaby Choice, failed to act sooner. Oh, come on, what nonsense. Anybody who believes this is a problem that emerged in the last four weeks is just fooling themselves. This is what happens when you have parties in power who for a decade spend more time fighting each other than solving the problem. Barnaby and his mob had 22 separate energy policies and they never landed one of them. And refugees on temporary visas in Australia are urging the federal government to grant them permanent visas as the world marks World Refugee Day today. The new Anthony Albanese government promised during the election campaign it would grant permanent protection visas to 19,000 people that Australia has already recognised as refugees. Iranian refugee and psychologist Rosa Rostami arrived in Australia by boat from Indonesia in 2013. He's told SBS News it's been hard on the whole family to live with no pathway to permanent residency. Ten years experiencing torture, mentally, anxiety, depression. The oldest, my daughter, has a more problem for access to higher education. Because she cannot go to straight away to university, I have to pay at the moment with the temporary visa as an international student. Please, Labour government, hurry up. Thousand child and asylum seeker waiting for this decision. And the National Indigenous Television Network, known as NITV, has won its first Logie for the SBS co-produced documentary Incarceration Nation about the oppression of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in the justice system. It topped the category for most outstanding factual or documentary program category with the SBS program See What You Made Me Do about domestic violence also nominated. Comedian and host of Lego Masters, Hamish Blake, took home the gold Logie and the newly named Bert Newton Logie for most popular presenter. And the ABC's new breakfast news breakfast journalist and former host of NITV's Yokai Footy, Tony Armstrong, 
Armstrong has won the Graham Kennedy Award for Most Popular New Talent. Mr Armstrong has thanked his mother in his acceptance speech. There's a lot of people I need to thank. Um, first off, uh, the old cheese, my mum, Margaret Ann Armstrong, is a superstar. She's done everything for me. She's been a superstar. wouldn't be up here without her. So big thanks to her. And please give her a clap. She'll love it back home. And the first armoured personnel carriers being gifted to Ukraine departed from a Royal Australian Air Force base in Queensland last week. The four vehicles designed to transport soldiers on the battlefield were loaded into a Ukrainian aircraft and are the first to be provided by Australia. The government's military assistance package includes more than $285 million worth of support, including Bushmaster protective mobility vehicles, which are four-wheel drive armoured vehicles, long-range artillery weapons, anti-armour weapons, ammunition, drones and personal equipment. Deputy Prime Minister and Defence Minister Richard Miles says he's proud to provide support to Ukraine and has condemned what he calls the continuing unwarranted aggression of Russia against the people of Ukraine. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky expects Russia to intensify attacks on the country. It comes as Ukraine awaits a decision on whether it will be granted European Union candidate status. Mr Zelensky says he expects Russia to increase hostile activities against Ukraine and other European countries. He says the country is preparing and ready. French Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne says the lower house election result is a risk for the country. President Emmanuel Macron's centrist alliance has lost its parliamentary majority in the National Assembly and with it control of the reform agenda. Ms Bourne from the centre-left Territories of Progress Party says she'll work towards forming a majority of action to guarantee stability in the country and carry out necessary reforms across jobs, schools, healthcare and energy. But she says it'll be a challenge. La situation est inédite. The situation is unprecedented. The National Assembly has never seen a configuration of this type in the Fifth Republic. This situation constitutes a risk for our country in view of the challenges that we have to face, both on the national and international levels. But we have to respect this vote and consider its consequences. But this vote, we have to respect it and take the consequences. And firefighters in Spain are struggling to contain wildfires in several parts of the country. The worst affected area is in the northwest province Zamora, where more than 25,000 hectares have been ravaged. It's forced evacuations in at least 10 villages amid a heatwave in parts of Western Europe. Planes and helicopters have been deployed to support more than 500 firefighters in the area. And at least two people have died in a blast that struck a car in Afghanistan's capital, Kabul, over the weekend. The explosion hit a civilian vehicle north of the city on Sunday, but it's unclear who is responsible. The Taliban says it has secured the country since its takeover in August, but some are worried about the risk of militant violence. 
And now to a look at sport for this Monday. And the president of swimming's world governing body, FINA, has acknowledged the potential backlash from its new policy on transgender athletes. FINA has voted to exclude trans athletes from participating in elite women's competitions with a working group to establish an open category for them in some events. The new policy states that trans women athletes are only eligible to compete if they haven't experienced some physical and hormonal development from male puberty or before the age of 12. FINA President Hussein al-Musalam says the policy is based on science and competitive fairness, but knows some transgender athletes will condemn the decision. However, I completely understand that this is a policy which will not be supported by some of our transgender athletes. I do not want any talented athlete to be told that they are unable to compete at the highest level. I do not want that discrimination. Now to the AFL and the Gold Coast Suns have beaten the Adelaide Crows by 43 points with a final score of 116 to 73. But the win was marked by Suns defender Will Powell suffering a horrific leg injury. He was carried off the field by Medicab and has gone to hospital. Suns coach Start Dew says it's a bad injury. Yeah, it's clearly nasty. Um, ankle and, and, and leg. Um, generally, if the ankle does that at different times, you know, there could be a fracture in there as well. Um, so we'll, we'll support Powell. And we spoke about that after the game. You know, we, we still need to, to celebrate the goodness of this win. And, and we said that if Powell was in the dressing room, that's exactly what he would want. And the Gold Coast also lost Connor Butterick, who's hurt his hamstring. And now for a look at today's weather for this Monday, the 20th day of June 2022, and Perth, possible showers 20, Adelaide showers 15, Melbourne late shower to 17, Hobart partly cloudy and 15, Canberra cloudy also 15 degrees, Wollongong possible showers 18, Sydney much the same 19, Newcastle shower 2 and 20, Brisbane partly cloudy 22, Cairns much the same 27 and Darwin mostly sunny and 33 degrees. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.